Welcome to the Accelerate Your Mojo, the Book and More podcast, where we make sense of being a spiritual being in a physical reality. Accelerate Your Mojo is a new kind of self-help. It's self-help from your total self, the only kind of help you truly need. If this is your first time visiting the Accelerate Your Mojo podcast, I want to say, first of all, welcome. And second of all, this is a podcast that goes through some of the concepts that I think are so critical. If you're into spirituality, if you are a physical being, which you are, um, there's so many concepts in this book that help us with the ins and outs of day-to-day life. So stick with me as we go through this book and I give new examples, new ideas. If you don't have a copy, go ahead and pick one up on Amazon. And we're going to make these concepts real so that it makes sense to you how you can use your spirituality, your spirit soul, that aspect of you to make sense of all the things that happen in your day-to-day life. Not just the problems, but the things that you want to celebrate. So let's get started. That applause is for us today. It's for us because source energy is always applauding us, even when we totally mess up, even when we think we're terrible and bad and unworthy. Source does not. So it's good to remember that when we feel unworthy, source never thinks or feels or acts as if we are unworthy, which is exactly why we can feel bad because everything is relative and we have to understand that there's something good vibrating within us all the time, which is that source energy. And we can choose to misalign from that or go away from that, which is why we can feel bad. It's the reason we can actually have that perception in life. Today, I want to talk about one of the stories that I wrote that show up in the beginning of the book. And I had this dream when I was younger, and I don't remember how young I was, young, I don't know, three, four, five. In the book, I put five, but honestly, I don't really know. And it was a reoccurring dream. And in this dream, I'm standing on an, a stage, an outdoor amphitheater, and there's a sea of people out before me. It's silent, it's peaceful, it's calm, and I'm standing there. And all of a sudden, there are holes all over my body, and light is emanating from these holes. As I focus on the concept of love, on me being a creature of love and light, the holes expand, and what is supposed to be the body that I have is disintegrating, and I'm becoming this creature of light, love and light to be specific. So the physical disguise is melting away. And what I recognize is happening for me is that power is generated from within through the vehicle of love. That's the message that I'm getting from this dream. And again, it started when I was really young. I had it for many, many years. I didn't share it with anybody. I didn't really know if it was supposed to be shared with anybody. And I didn't didn't really think to. It was just one of those things that 
happened for me. And I'm sure you have dreams that happened for you that you haven't shared with anybody that mean something to you that you're pretty sure no one else would understand. However, I decided to share that dream and the concept of a star being born to illustrate and hopefully get through the message that it's not just me, it's all of us. We are all beings of light and love. And that when we focus on that, this is the center of our power is this concept of being love and light. Most people would say that's an absolutely lovely concept. Good for you. Way to go. Awesome. What do you do with that? How do you integrate that concept into your everyday life? For me, it's just important to remember where I come from. And my belief system says that I come from pure consciousness, a non-physical type of experience that resonates with the vibration of love. It's connected to this concept of all that is. Does my physical mind understand that? No, not necessarily. I mean, it's a really nice concept, but words are limiting and it's hard to express the way that that feels or the way that I understand that. So for me, what do I do with that? Well, I just I just carry it with me in my back pocket. And I remember that I came from non-physical and I'll go back to non-physical. The other way to express the idea that we're physical, spiritual beings having a physical experience is to say that we're vibrational beings interpreting tangible experiences through emotion, physicality, sensuality, and time space. That's another way that I look at it. So I remember that I'm non-physical first, physical second, and that my interpretation of things is based on my emotionality, my physicality, the concept of time space. You know, and it took me a long time to make sense of that in terms of like, you know, um, any experience I'm in, making dinner, being with the kids, working, talking to the neighbor. Like a lot of times we're so hyper-focused on that experience itself. The fact that we're non-physical consciousness projecting the physical doesn't come across our minds, right? It doesn't interrupt our day-to-day experience. So it's just something in our back pocket. The other concept from the beginning of this book that I think is so cool, when I fully began to understand what it meant and then bring it into my everyday experience. When I mean every day, I mean getting up, eating breakfast, getting dressed, going to work, being in traffic, talking to coworkers, talking to the neighbors, taking my kids to school, talking to my spouse, like everything, everything from your everyday life. is So the concept that I want to just throw out there is that you have an emotional guidance system. You have emotions and they are guiding you to tell you whether you're in alignment with source energy, with which vibrates at the highest frequency of love, or whether you are out of alignment with that. The thing to remember is there's no judgment in that. It's no different than the gas tank on your car, which tells you when you have gas or when you're low on gas. You know that your gas tank is not a judgment system. It's an indicating mechanism. It just says, here's where you are on the spectrum of having no gas to a full gas tank. Nobody would ever look at that and say, it's a judgment system. We know 
that it is a system that benefits us. We don't want to get stuck on the side of the road. We don't want to get stuck without gas. So we interpret it as a non-judgmental information system. As much as you can, to the best of your ability, I'd like you to begin to look at your emotions. And don't tell me you're an emotionless being because you're not. Every single creature that calls themselves human has a spectrum of emotions. And everybody's is different. Every person's emotional spectrum is unique to them. And even though we use words like, I'm feeling mad, happy, sad, angry, doubtful, you know, your interpretation of that is unique to you. But consider this, that you have an emotional guidance system, that it is telling you where you are in relationship to where you want to be. It's critical feedback as to where you are and how to get from there to where you want to be in life. So just let that sink in for a minute. We're going to leave it there. And I want you to play with that concept. I want you to go about your day and say, okay, so do I have an emotional guidance system if you don't believe me? What is my emotional guidance saying to me? What does it feel like? What emotion can I label? Because it's, it's critically important to getting you from where you are to where you want to be faster on the least resistant path to your tangible experiences to understand that concept and to really see it through the lens of what it looks like in your life. So let's let that simmer there, and I will see you in the next podcast. I'm gonna sing a happy song today. I'm gonna push those big dark clouds away. Long night.
suis, suis.